Hi everyone, we're back. We are back. I haven't done one of these in a very long time. And it feels good to be back on my little podcast channel to be talking because I got some tea to spill. I got some things to share. But like, I'm so excited to be back. Hello to all my faithful listeners. I know you guys miss me because I missed you. Um, yeah, I'm just really happy to be doing this again. I know it's been a while. That kind of fell off for a little bit. Had a couple things I needed to handle, but we are back. Like I always say, the comeback is always better than the setback. And we are back. We are better than ever. It just feels good. It feels good to do this. It is Tuesday. It's January. We just had a lovely snowstorm up north. Terrible. But guess what, guys? We are in Aquarius season. So all my Aquarius, hello. Hi. How are you? I'm an Aquarius. February 10th. Boop, boop. Three weeks of the birthday. About to turn up. Listen, speaking of birthdays, you know, let me just get into this real quick. I was sitting here thinking, I was like, I'm going to be 28 this year. I got two more years of 30. In the next two years, like, I'm going to celebrate me all at, all year. I'm going to celebrate me. I am. So, so if you see me celebrating myself all year for the next two years, mind your business. Mind your business. But anyway, so glad we're back and we're doing this. Um, hello to everyone. So this is probably going to be my rawest podcast that there ever was. And the reason why I say this is I just have so much to just inform people about. So this is going to be the rawest one really gonna really get deep with a lot of shit like emotions and feelings and everything else and just just be raw about it anybody who judges anybody who says something negative fuck off simple as one two three you can just fuck off anyway but yeah we should just go ahead and jump right into it because this is this is just gonna be so fucking raw All right, so, guys, put myself in a predicament about, I want to say, last June, June, July, put myself in a predicament, okay? I started talking to a guy, he was in jail, yes, we're just going to disclose that, he's in jail. Oh, and don't worry, because at the very end of this, you are going to know this person and you're going to know his name. And I I swear to God, if anyone sees him after hearing this, do what you want with the information that you're about to receive. Because this, like I said, will be the rawest podcast that I think I've ever done because there were so many red flags And I think the problem with people today is that we ignore red flags because we want something to work so fucking bad that we legit just fucking ignore them. But anyway, let me continue. Okay. 
So, like I said, June, it was end of June, beginning of July. I just came back from Vegas, which I will never go to Vegas again. It's not my cup of tea. I'm not a West Coast person, but whatever. Just came back from Vegas, and I was talking to talking to a guy. He's he he was in jail, and um, everything was fine. I kind of felt like you know when you start talking to somebody new, it kind of just feels exhilarating because you're starting over, and you're in you go into a relationship or a talking experience like this person is going to be the person I really want to talk to, like really want to get to know. So, in July, I started talking more with this person, phone calls or whatever. And there's, you know, there's the three levels of jail. So, there's county, there's state, and there's feds. Out of all three of them, county is most expensive. So, you know, whatever. Getting the jail calls and put money on my phone. We were talking every other day, um, practically. And uh, I mean, there was things that he would say on the phone that I was just like weirded the fuck out about because I've never heard somebody talk about themselves so much. And I'm like, hey, confidence is fucking key. Like, build yourself up. Yeah, let let everybody know you that guy. But then there's a part where it just becomes very dark and twisted and demented. And I just didn't understand it. But once again, ignored red flags. Ignored them. So around November... Like, the middle of November, right before Thanksgiving. <clears throat> well, no, I like We're going to go back. We're going to go to October. So, right before Halloween, towards Halloween, um, I had a conversation with this person on the phone. And I have a friend who works in the jail. And she's telling me all this crazy shit. So, I bring it up to him. And I'm like, hey. So... You know, so-and-so is like, let me know that you're like flirting with the female staff and the other nurses there. And if you worked in a jail, which I have worked in a jail before, you notice how some of the staff members who are females will really try to sleep and fuck around with the inmates. You pick your favorites. It doesn't matter if the nurse is 60. She got a favorite passing all extra fucking jello packets to just say you fucking are aware. So I'm like, yeah, so so so-and-so tell me that you're flirting with these nurses. And he, the first thing out of his mouth was, oh my God, every single time I call you, you're fucking miserable. You're burning me out. You, you know, just bitching. And I'm like, bro, it's a conversation. If you're not guilty of something, all of this extra rah-rah shit, you know, it's a simple, no, that wasn't me. Tell whoever's running this shit, tell them to shut the fuck up. That's all you had to say. But he started attacking me like I was wrong. Like I was like I was flirting with people. Okay, whatever. So he ends a conversation with fuck you, bitch. Click, hangs up the phone. I'm like, all right, well, since I'm a bitch. And side note, you only got like one good time to call me a bitch until I'm like, we're good. Okay. So he calls me a bitch, hangs up the phone. So November rolls around, like middle of November. And in the jail, they have tablets. So they can communicate with you, um, like, through the tablets. And it gets to your phone. And it's like texting. So he texts me and goes, long time no, no here. And I wrote back and I said, sorry, you know, I got COVID, whatever. 
So in the midst of COVID, probably on day three of me having COVID, I was down bad. And he calls my phone. I was off of work. He calls my phone. And he goes, hey. And I was like, hi. He's like, what are you up to? And I said, I have COVID. I don't feel good. I'm about to take a nap. He was like, oh, my God, whatever. Click. Hung, hung up on me. And I was like, okay, I just don't understand what grown man really acts like this. But, um, okay. Whatever. Moving on. So, um, beginning of December rolls around. Okay. This is this this is where I had fell off for a while because the whole month of December was just a shit show from the 1st to the 30th. It was a shit show. So I get a call from one of my other friends who's in jail and he goes, I heard your boy's out. I said, who's my boy? He's like, you know, your boy's out. And I was like, oh, is he? That's weird. He didn't contact me, you know, he swore the whole time when he was in jail, you're in a relationship. So, you know, like if you're going to come home to somebody, you would probably have called that person to pick you up after you went to, you know, adult probation and everything else. But I didn't get a phone call. So, you know what I said? I'm not going to waste my time. He going to contact me. And when he contact me, then we'll talk. So, you know, I'm sitting here and I work from home. So most of the time I get really fucking bored. I have kids, whatever, but my kids are always on their PlayStations and shit, so they don't even pay me no mind. So I got bored one night. I sent him a message. I was like, hey, big head. He was like, oh, look at that. Look at the stranger. So I said, how have you been? Like, we were just talking. He's telling me he's at the gym. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try. You know, we're, we're going we're gonna to wipe the slate clean. We're going to disregard all the red flags that he was portraying while he was in jail. Because let me tell you, this motherfucker was saying some off-the-wall shit while he was there. We're going to disregard the, the name-calling. We're going to disregard the hanging up on. Because I feel like anybody who hangs up on somebody, that's a sign of disrespect. We're just going to wipe that slate clean. It's like, you know what? You're home. You're out. We can finally get to know each other. We can hang out with each other. We can start doing things with each other. It's going to be great. So, this is where we get into shit. So, we're texting, whatever, on um, Facebook. I don't have his number, so we're just messaging on Facebook Messenger. And he says to me, he goes... I, I, I would like to come see you. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Pull up, whatever. I send the address. He writes me back and goes, will you make me dinner? I haven't had, like, a cooked meal since I've been home. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? What do you want? So he tells me he wants chicken salad. So I load my kids up. I go to the grocery store. I get the chicken breast. I get the lettuce. I ask him what he wants in it. I get all his toppings he wants. You know, Susie Homemaker type shit because I'm that bitch. I come home. And I text him and go, hey, I'm going to start making dinner around 7. He's like, okay, I'm shopping. Like, I'll be there. So I text him. I'm like, hey, I'm starting to make dinner. He's like, I'm on my way. So we get to dinner. You know, it's almost done. I prepare his salad for him. I hook it up the way he asked me to. And then um, we're sitting on the couch. And it was a Monday night. Patriots were playing. Never fucking forget. Patriots were on TV. So we're having a good time. Okay. Now, you all heard me say I have kids, right? So it was starting to get later and it was like 930. So I said to my kids, I was like, all right, it's time to get to bed. So me and him are downstairs. And 
he goes to his car. He comes back with a bottle of Ciroc. Now, I stopped drinking. I did. Stop drinking, but, you know, whatever. I said, yeah, I'll take, I'll take some shots. I'll take a shot or two with you, whatever. So he, you know, pours the Ciroc. We took a shot. Whatever, whatever. I don't like Ciroc. I'm not a vodka person, so I just took really one with him. So we come back in the living room, and we're, we're sitting um, on the couch. And, you know, we're kissing, whatever, whatever. Next thing you know, it leads to something completely different. Whatever. So, you know, getting all like hot and bothered, this, that, and the third, whatever. So, in my mind, I'm like, all right, well, I guess, you know, we about to get down with it. <coughs> so, I said to him, I go, well, um, I have an appointment tomorrow, you know, to get waxed or whatever. So, like, you know, they say... After 24 hours of getting waxed, you shouldn't have sex, whatever, whatever. So I was telling him this. Okay, anybody who's been waxed before knows, like, the hair grows back, but it doesn't grow back like it would if you were to shave. This motherfucker looked at me and goes, oh, we can't have sex until you, till you wax, till you're waxed. I was like, wait, what? Hold up, okay, well, let me hop in the shower real quick. Like, if that's what all it takes, you know me, I'm like, all right, he's home. Like, he just came home from jail. Like, he's ready to, like beat it right so i go get in the shower i handle my business i come out i'm looking around i'm like where this motherfucker go like where did he go so my son he had he was he had came downstairs while i was in the shower and i said to my son i said where'd he go and he goes oh he left and he told me not to tell you I was like, oh, he left. So I pick up my phone and I'm calling him. And he answers. He, I said, where did you go? And he's like, oh, um, I left. I left to go get condoms. I was like, okay. Because you just sat on the couch and said, like, you didn't want to do anything because of X, Y, and Z. But now you left to go get condoms. And I said, okay, well, where are you going? Like, where are you at? Like, I'll come meet you. Like, it's not a problem. Like, we could go wherever. Like, if you didn't want to sit in the house, like, you wanted to be out, like, just say that. Because, I, I mean, I could call somebody over here and watch the kids and we go somewhere. Oh, I'm going up to my house, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, I'll meet you at your house. So, called somebody. They came over, sat with my kids, get in my car, drive up there. Listen. As I'm driving, I'm listening to my radio. You know, City Girls is on. I'm a ride you like a radio. Because that's in my mind. I'm thinking I'm about to ride something like a radio. You know what I'm fucking saying? So I'm driving. My friend calls me. And she goes, what are you doing? And I said, nothing. What are you doing? And she's like, why are you on your way to Washington? I said, because this motherfucker left my house. So now we got to figure out why he left just out of the blue. And then told my son to be quiet about it. So I get up to Washington. And I knocked on the door. And nobody came to the door. And I was like, I know this is the right house. This got to be the right house. So after a while, nobody came to the door. I got back in the car and I was like, whatever, fuck it. I'm leaving. He ain't here. I'm not playing these games. I'm going home. I got work in the morning. Soon as I go to reverse, I have three cop cars surrounding my motherfucking vehicle. Cop comes up to the window. What you doing here? I said, uh, my man's lives here. They're like, which one? I said, number six. So, the cops go up to the door and they're like, yo, she's saying she's here for her boyfriend. Is he here? 
His sister comes to the door and says, no, he's not here. And I said, the cop, so the cop comes back to the door, my window, and says, he's not here, you can go. And I said, oh, that's weird, because he said he was going to be here, but if he's not here, I'm leaving, I'm not going to argue with you. So, drive him. I'm texting him, pissed the fuck off, like, did you really call the cops on me? And he replies back, I told you not to go to my house. I said, that's not what you said, but all right. So he's like, you just think you could do whatever you want, da 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 I'm not dealing with this drama, blah, 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 blah. So, I come home. And I'm annoyed because I'm like, why would you, why would you really call the cops on me? Like, you told me to come to your house. So whatever. I come home. I'm pissed. And he's, he was messaging me from 1 a.m. to about 5 a.m. Like, we was just going back and forth. He's telling me what he wants, what he don't want, that we need to have conversation. So the next day, we're posting meet up. He never calls me. I never call him. And then I, you know, played victim like, yo. Why didn't she call me? And he was like, oh, well, you didn't call me. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. So the next day, um, <laughs> he comes to my house. I'm in the middle of making dinner. And he comes in and he's acting strange. He's huffing, he's puffing, he's pacing back and forth. And I'm like... What the fuck are you doing? He's like, I'm just stressed right now. Like, I'm trying to get this money and I can't get this money. Blah, 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 blah. And he goes in to tell me that, like, when he, before he went to jail, he froze his bank accounts. Which, we're just going to point out red flags from here on out. Red flag. Why would you freeze your bank account before you go into jail? Because if you can go to jail, you can bail yourself out. Why would you want your bank account froze? Anyway, so, he says that. And then he proceeds to tell me, like, yeah, my bank accounts are frozen. The regional manager needs to come up. And she's got to, like, unlock my accounts for me. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Then, in the same sense, now mind you, he said his accounts were frozen. And he couldn't take nothing out of his accounts. So, in the same sense, he turns around and says, you don't think you can help me out, do you? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, do you think you could give me some money? And I was like, how much money? And he's like, oh, I need about like $1,400, like 15, actually it was $1,500. So I was like, oh no, mind you, this is, we're, we're like two and a half weeks before Christmas. I was like, yeah, no, I don't think I could do that. Like, that's kind of insane. And he's like, yeah, I don't know why I asked you, you're broke. First off, bitch, I'm not broke. There ain't never been a moment in my life where I could say I was broke, broke. I might have been broke, but I ain't never been broke, broke. So for you to come out of your mouth and tell me I'm broke, but you're standing in my motherfucking living room asking me for money, who's really the broke one? I'm just, just trying to figure it out. Because it ain't me. So he ends up saying, like, he's got to go to Pittsburgh, blah, 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 blah. He's got to do this. He's got to do that. So he ends up leaving. Okay, he leaves. And the next day, he comes back to my house. Well, no, I lied. That, well, he does come back, but no. The next day, my kids leave. They go to sleep over at my mom's house. They were like, whatever, we're going to stay at grandma's house for a couple days. So they go stay over there. So I don't have my kids, and I text him out. I'm like, I don't have the kids tonight. Are you doing anything? He's like, no, meet me at McDonald's in Cannonsburg. So I was like, all right. So I get in my car, drive to McDonald's, whatever. I'm looking cute. And then he's like, okay, go to the parking garage, parking ride in South Point, and then, you know, we're we're going to go somewhere. So we go there, we get in my car, and he starts driving. I'm like, where are we going? He's like, 
oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go take you somewhere. Da, da, da. So we go to Ross Park Mall, and then we go upstairs because he's like, I want to buy you whatever you want. Like, any type of shoe you want, go ahead and buy it. Because I told you, like, when I came home, I was going to do that. I was like, oh, you don't have to. It's not really that necessary. Like, I'm good. Like, you know me. I really don't go nowhere. And if you see my shoe collection, it's fucking insane. Like, I don't need anything. He's like, no, 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 no. Go ahead. Buy yourself some Uggs. I was like, okay. So I find this little cute pair of, like, cheetah print Uggs. He buys them, whatever, whatever. We're looking around. He goes, okay, so this is what you're going to do. You're going to buy my Tims. I was like, I'm going to buy your what? He's like, I'm buying your Uggs, so you're going to buy my tins. Red flag. <clears throat> I was like, uh, okay. So mind you, the day before, he called me break, y'all. He called me break. You probably don't got no money to hit, help me out with your break. But then the following day, he says, you need to buy my tins. Me being the stupid bitch that I am, I buy the fucking tins. So then we go downstairs. He's like, he takes me to H&M. He's like, pick out an outfit. Blah, 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 blah. So after we leave the mall, after we did all this shopping, we go to dinner. And we go to Olive Garden. So let's just throw, I'm throwing out names. Go to fucking Olive Garden. And we're sitting there and I order my fucking food, the standard third, whatever, whatever. And we're having a good conversation. And then once again, he starts talking about himself. I'm the realest nigga. Like, I'm this, I'm that. Like, can't nobody come close. I'm a king. Da 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 da. The whole night. All right. So we're leaving. We're, we're leaving Olive Garden after he ranted and raved how great he was. Narcissist. And we get in the car and my friend had texted me and he's trying to play music on my phone. So I grabbed the phone out of his hand and next thing you know, he's cussing me out. He's telling me how miserable I am, how so annoying I am and that he could be anywhere else, but he chose to be with me tonight and that he don't need to be here and his time is valuable all because I took my cell phone from his hand, so I could text my friend back on my phone where I paid a bill. So, whatever. We're driving, and he just keeps going. He's telling me how I am pr- practically ain't shit. So, we get back to the parking ride, and he goes, do you want me to come home with you or not? And I said, it's up to you. Like, I'm not going to force you. Like, I'm not forcing anything, and I will never trip off of something that ain't mine, because right now, I don't feel like we are even a thing. So, whatever. Do you? He's like, he slams my door and goes, you're so fucking annoying. I'm like, whatever. So I pull off. I'm like, whatever, I'm leaving. So from South Point to my house is about five minutes. Not not even. So I look in my rear view mirror. He's following me. So we get back to the house or whatever. And um, he come, he's like, I'm coming in. I'm going to stay with you tonight. So he comes in, whatever, whatever. He stays. So then he leaves. And then... Um, the next day, hotel was like, hey, I don't have my kids again. They're going to stay at my mom's. You want to do something? He goes, I'll be over, whatever, whatever. So I wait up all night. He never comes. So I was like, all right, well, fuck it. I guess I'm going to go to bed. You know, I had went out shopping that day for the rest of the Christmas stuff and everything else. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to come home. I had this planned surprise. I had bought some laundry. I was like, you know, whatever. We'll have some grown time. I ain't got my kids. Like, hopefully we can just try to get this shit on normally. No, 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 no. It got fucking worse quickly. So afterwards, after, you know, 
him not showing up. I had texted him fucking crazily. And I was like, yo, bro, like, you just not show up. You ain't got nothing to say for yourself. Blah, 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 blah. So I go to my bank app early in the morning. It's probably like, I was up early. It was like 6.30, 7 o'clock. I woke up early thinking like, okay, maybe he's downstairs. Let me on the couch and come upstairs. So I went downstairs, whatever. Get on my bank app. There is $1,400 missing from my bank app through Cash App. So I call my bank at 7 in the morning. And I'm like, I did it. I don't know who these are. Blah, 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 blah. These need to be, this needs to be canceled. I need a new card, whatever, whatever. So I'm trying to figure out, like, where who, who got my cash app and took $1,400 from me? Like, this shit's crazy. So I started blowing his phone up. I'm like, did you take did you take $1,400, like, from me? Like, did you steal money from me? Like, he's not answering me. I'm like, all right, it's cool. Like, you're going to jail. I'm calling the cops. I'm pressing charges. I want my fucking money back. This, nine and third. We're arguing. It's going fucking crazy. He finally wakes up. So we're going back and forth. And he he had said to me, he was like, oh, my gosh, like, trying to, like, fucking gaslight. Like, why would you do that to me? Like, I just came home. This and the third. I don't understand why, like, females really want to see these black dudes in jail. Like, just fucking playing victim. Like, bro, you stole $1,400 from me. I want my money back, and then you can leave me the fuck alone. So, later on that day, like, we didn't talk. He calls me. He goes, I'm going to my bank. I'm getting the money, blah, blah, blah. So, I'm like, okay. So, that day, I was supposed to take my kids. To their dads, and I proceeded to drive them to their dads, and then I was like, "Oh fuck, you know, got to turn around." They forgot shit, so I turn around, come home, and I tell them like, "Hey, forgot some." So, um, sorry, I'm listening to my kids yell on their PlayStation. So anyway, so. I drive back, and then he's like, "Okay, I'll ride with you." So we go up. First of all, where I live, I live closer to get on the Bridgeville exit to go towards Pittsburgh. So he's in Washington. He tells me, drive up to Washington. Meet me at the park and ride. I don't know why we keep meeting in fucking park and rides, but here we are. So I drive all the way to Washington. I sit in the park and ride. He's like, I'll be there in 10. He showed up 45 fucking minutes later. Red flag. My sons are in the back, bitching the fit cranky want to go see their dad whatever whatever but she show up 45 fucking minutes late i should have fucking left but someone told me like i don't want to hear your mouth and i want my money back because you said you were going to get my money so now i'm sitting here waiting for my money so he gets in the car whatever he gets starts driving i didn't bring up nothing about the money because my kids are in the car didn't want to do an argument in front of them that's not a good look whatever so eventually we get to their dad's house. We drop him off. He goes, oh, I got to stop by the ATM. I'm like, all right, he's getting my money out. Like, we good. So he gets out. He drives. I said, where are we going? He's like, oh, we're just going to go out for a little bit. I'm like, okay, like, whatever. So we go to the casino. Still ain't get my money yet. Go to the casino. We have dinner there. And then, you know, he plays on the table. Still haven't got my money yet. I was on some slot machines, still haven't got my money yet. And then we leave. Then we come back home. And it just gets weirder and weirder. So these next couple, like, things that happen, I'm kind of going to, like, I'm not going to fly through them, but it's just going to, like, we're just going to go fast. 
So I get back to my house. Still don't have my fucking money. I don't understand why I didn't get my money. Now this motherfucker knows I had to cancel my bank card because the money that came out, I thought that it would to some fucking weirdo. Because I'm like, who the fuck is this person? And lo and behold, it is him. So anyway, we come back here and we were laying in bed and one thing led to another. And I was like, you know what? I kind of just... I I I I I want to do it. We're going to do it. We're adults, so we're going to do it. He goes, oh, I don't know if I can. I don't have any condoms. I was like, bro, didn't you just say the other day that you were leaving to get condoms? You should have tons of condoms in your car. He's like, you know what? You're right. So he goes to his car and gets condoms. And I was like, that's weird. You're claiming I'm your girlfriend. Like, why the fuck do you have condoms in your car? Like, that's weird. Do you just, I don't know. Whatever. One thing led to another. When I tell you is the most awkwardest sex experience i've had in my life it was it was not pleasurable it was weird it felt like it was a force it was like i felt like it was being forced it was just terrible like i will no just cut listen just because it's big ladies doesn't mean they know how to work it period so that happened it did happen so we're gonna we're gonna fast forward to where this shit literally got out of control so he was at my house and he kept asking me for four thousand dollars and i said i'm not giving you four thousand dollars i have well over enough of four thousand dollars to give to somebody but i'm not giving it to you he kept begging me for four thousand dollars saying that he needed four thousand dollars to go start an llc and that he needed to get me an llc i said i don't even know what i fuck i would need an llc for because i don't have any business ventures that i'm trying to start but he kept begging and asking me for four thousand dollars it was to the point where it was making me so uncomfortable how much he was asking and begging me for this large amount of money and quite frankly some people can say $4,000 isn't a lot, but it is. It, if you have two kids and you're a single parent, $4,000 is a lot of fucking money. But he kept begging me for it. And I was getting uncomfortable to the point where I was texting my friends to let them know, like, if something happens to me, like, he did it. Because, like, he would get aggressive as fuck when I would tell him, no, you're not getting the money. So... I went and got my hair done and I came home. We were up all night the night before hanging out with a couple people and I went to go get my hair done. When I came back, I went to take a nap. I was like, I am so fucking tired. Like I need to go to bed. He started cussing me out because it was my off day and I wanted to rest instead of driving to the bank to get him $4,000 out. So he proceeded to tell me how I wasn't shit and this, that, and the third and everything else. And I was like, that's fine. I will not be shit, but I'm going to take a nap. And if anybody knows Kate, Kate does not play about her fucking sleep, period. So he leaves. He starts texting me all types of crazy shit. Like, I don't even know why I bother with you. Da, 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 da. Why aren't you not awake? I'm at your door. I went home. Blah, 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 blah. Just the whole list of things. Then the very next day, December 15th, I had a doctor's appointment. I went to my doctor's appointment. I came home, I'm on the phone with one of my girlfriends, she's telling me about how the dude she talks to me ain't shit, I have my AirPods in, okay, as I have my AirPods in, I'm responding to her, he's laying in my bed and he thinks that I'm talking to him because obviously I got 22 inches covering my ears, yes, my hair, it's covering my ears so you can't see the AirPods, so he hops out of the bed and he says, who the fuck are you talking to like that, I said, first of all, I'm on the fucking phone, 
and and second of all, you're not going to talk to me crazy. He stood up out of my bed and looked me dead in the face and said, you are not going to talk to me crazy while you're on the phone with one of your bum ass fucking friends. And I was like, and you're not going to stand in my face. Start screaming at me, telling me I ain't shit. I ain't nothing but a bitch. I'm just like, I'm never going to be nothing, whatever. Mind you, you've been at my house for two and a half weeks, begging me for fucking almost $5,000 worth of money. You have ate my food. You have driven my car. When you had to go bus moves, you driven my car because your tires on your car were fucked up that you couldn't do it. But you're going to stand in my house where I pay my bills that you don't and tell me I'm not shit. You got that. I told him, get the fuck out at my house. He he was spitting all over me as he was screaming. Next thing you know, he throws house keys at me. So throws these house keys at me. And then after he does that, he storms out. An hour and a half later, he calls me and goes, have you calmed down? And I was like talking to him and I was like, yeah, but you don't understand that. I'm sharing how I feel. He hangs up on me. Next thing you know, he blocks me, blocks me on Facebook. So I send him a text message and I go, I want my motherfucking money now. Well, you don't give me my money. I'm going to the police station. He goes, go ahead and press your little fucking charges. I don't give a fuck, bitch. Fuck you. This, that, and the third. You'll get your money when I tell you you can have it until then. Don't fucking contact me. Leave me the fuck alone. Okay, whatever. So I'm in my feelings that day. I was like, whoa, this motherfucker really did me dirty. When I tell you the next part, I kid you not. I hear banging on my door in in the afternoon the following day. I don't answer the door. I don't know who the fuck is at the door. I look out the window. I see two sheriffs standing on my porch. And I was like, what the fuck is the sheriff department doing here? Like, why are they here? So I'm like, I'm not answering it. They're still banging. I'm like, I'm not opening it. So the next day on Friday, I call up. It's the 17th. I go, yeah, yeah, the sheriff's here. Oh, you have a complaint. You need to come up and get it. I said, a complaint? Like, who the fuck would complain on me? Like, I I just moved out here. Like, nobody knows where I live. Like, what the fuck? So I drive up to Washington to go to the sheriff's office. Sheriff comes out and goes, I want to talk to you out here. And I want to do it in front of people. And I'm like. I'm kind of scared what this complaint is. This grown man put a fucking PFA on me. And not only did he put a PFA on me, but this man fabricated so much of his PFA, it's not even funny. So, this man went and got a PFA and put it in his PFA on December 15th. Uh, Miss Henderson would not allow me to leave her residence, which was a lie. He said that I grabbed him by his wrist and refused to let him leave and was trying to hold him hostage. He then proceeds to say that she is very controlling. If I don't answer my phone or text messages, she becomes angry. If I don't have sex with her when she wants to, she gets angry. She tries to control me. She said that she was going to burn down my house. She showed up at my house unannounced and, um... She was under the influence of drugs and alcohol to the point where she, where the cops took her children from her. And then he puts at the very end, you guys ready for this? She wished she could cut my dick off and take her with her. Those are little Wayne lyrics for anybody who doesn't know. So 
as I'm reading this, I was like, ah. are you fucking kidding me? After I said I was going to press charges on you for stealing my money, you went and put a PFA on me to save your fucking ass. All right. Cool. I said, all right, I guess who can play this game? So I call my attorney. My attorney goes, can't represent you. We represent him too. So I'm like, fuck, now I got to find a new lawyer. So I find a new lawyer. I go and I present all this to him. They're like, yeah, he did this. So he wouldn't get in trouble to make it look like you're crazy. So I had to go file a PFA on him as well. Which I didn't want to fucking do because it's stupid. And, um, yeah. The following day, I have somebody knocking at my door. I don't answer it. Supposedly, I guess it was CYS because of the fucking lies that he put in there stating that the night that I went to his house when he told me to show up, my kids were in the car with me and that a family friend had to come get my kids and take them because they were in danger. Which was never a thing. If you ask either one of my kids, they'll be like, no. And this family friend that he is saying took them had COVID. So why would I give my kids to a person with COVID? And we just got over COVID. You fucking retard. That is not a nice word to say. So I'm sorry I said that's very sorry. Very inappropriate. But you fucking asshole. Um... Yeah, so a PFA, $1,400 missing, CYS involvement. So I put a PFA on him. I lawyered up. We go to the court hearing on that scheduled. He doesn't show up. He starts having people tell me like, oh, if she drops charges, she'll, I'll talk to her and we can work things out and da 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 blah, 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 blah. And for a split second, I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and just drop the PFA. Let me drop the charges. Because, you know, I kind of like, I, I'm bored. I've been bored. So maybe, like, maybe that's a good idea. He'll come back. Red flag. Why would I, why would I even think that this was okay? I've literally been tr- uh, treated like dog shit. And I'm over here really like, yeah, I don't really want to see him go to jail. He'll come back. He'll talk to me this time and the third. So I file, I did file charges on him. He he did get child's charges filed on him for the fourteen hundred dollars that he unauthorized to send money to his cash app. Um, and then recently, I've had a a, a a a slew of fucking females in my inbox telling me that they're sleeping with him. That they're his girlfriend, and they mess with him, and um, you know, after everything that 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 was done, I've I I was sitting here for like about two and a half weeks after like going to court and everything, in such a deep, 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 deep depression. And this depression, I haven't I haven't felt this depressed. Since losing my brother. And I think it was because somebody that I attempted again to trust. This is why I felt this depressed. I don't know if people can really understand this. But this is this is where I get like. This is after hearing everything that's transpired. This is where I get like deep. 
after losing my brother, I felt like I didn't have anybody. Like my, my siblings gone, my, my rock, my, my, like the person you call to like beat somebody up for you. Who's supposed to protect you. He's gone. So for two weeks, I was in this deep depression because I can't, I can't pick up the phone. I can't tell my brother anything that's going on, whatever. I can't, I don't even have like a male figure that I could call and be like, you know, back in the day, you would call somebody like, yo, go whoop his ass. Da, 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 da. You did me wrong. I didn't have that. But the fact that I, I literally did anything like I, I even from jail I put I had put money on my phone those calls are not cheap like I said a 30 minute call is a six dollar fucking call imagine somebody calling you I don't know five times a day 30 minute calls it's a lot of fucking that that's a lot of fucking money to be wasted money that you put on somebody's books that's ridiculous the, the money I was putting on the tablets that he could use, that's ridiculous. Like, just just blatant ridiculous. The, the fucking lies that came out of everything. Like, when whenever he was up on his original pod and then he got put on work, you know, inmate workers. And then he told me, oh, I got moved back up to the pod because, like, oh, they didn't have no spots. And it's like, bro, that's not why. You got moved because you're being inappropriate with female staff. That's why you were trying to lift your shirt up and show off and do all this other shit while you were down in the kitchen instead of doing your job. And then the the name calling, the, the calling me out of my name and everything else. And I ignored every single red fucking flag. And I am so, it was, it was embarrassing. I sat here and I cried. Like, I felt like I was to blame. Like, I'm a piece of shit. Like, I let this man get away. Like, why couldn't you keep on to a man? And when I sit, now when I sit here and I talk about it and I hear myself talk about it. Sis, you deserve so much fucking more. You deserve so much more. It's ridiculous. Anyone who tell who anyone who can look you in your face and say, "I could be anywhere, but I chose to be with you." Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. You could be anywhere. No, what you should have said is, "I want to be anywhere and everywhere with you." No, I could be anywhere where I want. No, I didn't even realize that. I didn't even realize how stupid. And, and then, you know, the fact that, like, I, I made you dinner that night. I make you dinner. <laughs> I go to the grocery store. I come home. I prepare food. I cook it. And then you just sneak out of my fucking house. Don't even say fucking bye. You just sneak out. After that, I should have been like, why am I, why am I still talking to him? And then the whole, like, my accounts are frozen. But you're able to send yourself money through Cash App. So your accounts aren't frozen. You had no money. So instead of just saying, like, I need money, you went about it so weird. Because at the end of the day, if anybody knows who I am, like, I will literally help you. If I care about you, I love you. Like, I will literally physically do whatever I can to help you. Money is not everything to me. It is not. If I have something, like, and I can help somebody with, I will fucking help them with and then the fact that you went and you fabricated such a lie in a document that's on fucking file on me. 
And you didn't, weren't even correct about anything. Trying to grab you, hold you hostage. No, I told you to get the fuck out. And somebody heard me telling you to get the fuck out of my house. It wasn't no, please stay, this, that, and the third. There was none of that. And, and then the fact that, like, I could be a lot of things, like, in life. I could be, like, a bitch. I could be an asshole. I may not be friendly all the time. I may be a lot of things. But if there's one thing I know I'm not bad at is being a fucking parent. You, you, anybody who knows me knows my kids don't want for a shit. My kids have everything. They are well taken care of. So for somebody to lie to the point where an agency gets involved to come and check on me and mine, you got me fucked up. Because now you're playing with my fucking kids. You stole their fucking money. Now you're playing with them. And I don't appreciate that. And, you know, I said, whatever, I'm going to get out of this depression. I'm going to feel better. Like, I'm going to do the right thing. Like, you're getting the charges pressed on you. You won't pay me back. You've been ducking and dodging me. You put a PFA on me. You have changed your number 50 million times all over the fucking place. You just changed your fucking number. And now, here we are a month later, and you have females who have just turned the age of 18 Mind you, I'm I'm going to be 28, so that's 10 years of a gap. Messaging me to let me know that they're sleeping with a 33-year-old man and that they want a fucking gold star for it. Yeah, these girls just turned 18. They just are legal. These girls that you're sleeping with who are messaging me can't even fi- fucking physically walk into a bar at all. And now I have to deal with this. I have to deal with this. And for a very for the last three and a half weeks, like I said, depressed in my feelings, very emotional, very upset about this situation. But I want everybody to learn something from this situation. Like you literally need to know when a nigga is not shit and when to walk away and that you are not to blame, sis, because for so For so long, I really felt like I was to blame and not with just this situation, but every other situation. Like, is it me? Is it me? What did I do wrong? Yeah, my mouth is slick. I I got an attitude, this, that, and a third. But, like, when it comes to, like, really loving and being with somebody, that's not me. You didn't even give me a fucking full chance to even really get to know me before you decided to do me dirty. It took you two fucking weeks of being him from jail to literally royally fuck me over because instead of realizing what you have you wanted to focus on what everybody else had and that you had to be like them and that you had to impress your little circle of friends that you hang out with because that's where all this i would need money from that's all this came from you wanted to sit there and impress these lame ass niggas that you run with more than trying to like Impress the bitch that could really be solid for you. That's crazy as hell to me. And like I said, I was going to say, yes, Stefan Sweeney. Thank you so much for fucking me over. I really do appreciate it. But karma's a bitch, Stefan. And you're going to get what's coming to you because you literally fucked over the one bitch that really fucking would have don't anything and everything like for you 
in a power couple sense away, but you fucked me over because you were greedy, you were selfish, immature, and just petty as fuck at the end of the day. And then you you have people reach out to me, Stefan, to tell me that if I drop everything, you'll talk to me. You tried it. You tried to make it seem like I had stupid written across my fucking forehead, Stefan, and I don't. And I really fucking don't. But you really tried to play me and I ignored every single red flag because I wanted to finally, after fucking four and a half years, really be with somebody. But let, let this be a lesson. Please don't ever let somebody make you feel like you're not good enough for them. That's what he tried to do to me. He tried to make it seem like I needed him. And I don't. And I won't. And I will never need you. I don't even want you at this point. Your actions are so disgusting. It's ridiculous that, that this is how you act. And the fact that you are messaging people that I know and trying to physically sleep with them and causing drama and going around and just spreading lies on me, other people. And like you think that this shit is cute. Karma's a bitch. So, guys, this is my raw. It's like ever message like please I have realized that this year is literally about like loving yourself and that is what I plan on doing like I plan on loving the fuck out of myself I have a bank account that speaks volumes at this point I've been very blessed my kids are healthy I am healthy I really just need to realize that you are really in charge of your own happiness you are a man is not going to make you happy. Money is not going to make you happy. Clothes and shoes are not going to make you happy. But hey, it might make some people happy. But at the end of the day, materialistic things make some people happy. Some don't. But you are very much so in charge of your own happiness. And for somebody to constantly rain on your fucking parade, listen, you need to tell them straight up. Guy or girl, you run this shit. You run this shit. It took me two and a half weeks to get out of that fucking hole to realize that I am a bomb ass bitch. I am a bad bitch and I don't give a fuck. Like if people are like, oh, you're not a bad bitch, Kate. And it has nothing to do with looks. I get up, I take care of mines. I hustle for mines. I have everything, never wanted, needed for shit. And we'll never need one for shit. And I want everybody out there to know that whoever is not treating you right, whether it's a friend, a parent, a boyfriend, a spouse, whatever, fucking leave. You do not deserve it. I don't want anybody to feel like how I felt for those two weeks. Like it was really my fault. Like crying and not eating, not sleeping, staying up all hours of the night. Search, looking at this man's page, trying to see if he was acting. Like see where he was doing. Like that's not okay. That's not okay to feel like that. Him blocking me. Can't even communicate. If you felt some type of way that day that you left my house, you definitely should have came to me correct. You could have went and met me somewhere in the public eye and had a conversation with me face to face so we could work this out. But I'm kind of glad you didn't. And I'm kind of glad that this shit played out this way because you really have made me realize that I am so much stronger and I deserve so much more than you will ever be able to give me. And I want everybody to know who's listening like you're worth it, sis. You are so worth it. Don't let nobody ever tell you not worth it. I don't care who you are. Nobody deserves to be treated like they're not worth it. Everybody is worth it in life. You are beautiful. You're fire. You're everything. Don't let no man, no bitch ever fucking let you feel like you're not worth it.
So guys, this is my rawest one ever. I really think that this was, this was a lot of information. This is probably the longest one I've ever fucking did. We're at 52 minutes. I'm going to stop this soon because it has a warning that says 60 minutes is as long as they can be. But yeah, I feel like this year is just all about loving yourself. So like I am going to do whatever and I don't want anybody to tell me no. And I'm sick of that. I have friends when I say I want to go do stuff. They're like, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Bitch, don't worry about me. I got a bankroll. I'm an adult. I'm 28 years old. I made it to 28. I think I can make it on a trip by myself. So I'm just going to love me. I'm going to go. I'm going to book trips. I'm going to look fabulous. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to take care of my kids. I'm going to love all my kids. I'm going to continue to love all my friends. And I'm just going to really enjoy myself this year because I deserve it. I deserve the world. I don't deserve to be stepped on, walked on, nobody's secret, nobody's nothing. And that's another thing. This nigga really tried to tell me, don't post me on none of your social media. But you're laying in my house every fucking day. Took massive pictures. I have you sleeping in my bed with your boxers on, Stefan. I do. I have videos. Two boo-boo. I have tons. But that's neither here nor there. But yes, you may, he really did make me feel really bad about myself. And it's so crazy because I want to make this known too before I end this. Me and my baby dad have gone rounds. Like we have fist fought. We don't fought. We don't fought on the side of the highway. My mama's house, his parents' house. We don't, we don't whoop each other's asses. And in the six years of being with that man and I actually have a child with him, he has never fucking called no cops, no PFAs, no nothing. And the fact that this grown ass man decided that he was going to one up me by trying to hurt me by doing this foul ass shit. Just shows me what type of fucking fuck nigga this is. So anybody who hears this and sees him, you can tell Steph and I said hello. Or you can just, you know, simply message him and harass him. Because his name on Facebook is YSN Finesse God. Because he likes to finesse people. Which is sad that you're a grown ass man. And that's what you do is you finesse females. I'll never understand why these niggas are so loyal to these other men but are so disloyal to these bitches i don't understand it like how are you disloyal to your bitch but loyal to a nigga in the street so i think when you're that loyal to a motherfucker in the streets i really think you're gay or you secretly want to be that nigga because i'm not about to be disloyal to my man to impress no other bitch period but all right guys that was me this is my story I will be back with more of these. This one wasn't really a topic, but it kind of was. It's like, don't ignore the red fucking flags. I think that's where we're going to title this. Don't ignore the flags. But yes, this has been great. I'm glad I got to vent this out. And I hope whoever listens to this really does understand how much fuck shit I just went through. But it's okay because I like... I feel so much better because I know I'm worth it. I know I'm worth it. I know... I deserve more, but we are going to do more podcasts this year. We're going to take this shit to the new level. I'm about to start. I'm going to make a Instagram page. I'm going to start following people. I'm going to start getting this shit out there and rolling. Like, this is what I want to do. Like, I really feel like I can influence people, but I thank you guys for listening. Uh, uh, real quick shout out to my girl, Chelsea girl. You are just 
a beautiful person inside and out. And I don't even know if I would even be able to come on here today and do this if you didn't message me yesterday, but I feel so better that you did. So this is for you. Don't ignore the flags, girl. Fuck these niggas. Bye, guys.